Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's session, also the Clarity course. Today, let's examine more together. To understand the self a little more. The world is running in a different way. It is always running with some thoughts, concept. The whole society, no matter where, which society you are in, there is always a, a mental construct of the society. To conform to some kind of construct, it is inevitably putting the self myself, yourself, into these thought models, all kinds of thought processes to calculate, to wait, to speculate. Look at this world on this planet. Each of us is contributing to this mental construct. We together make something valuable, something invaluable. We really challenge something which is, has been called or believed to be valuable. So that's most people's life. Follow this big pattern. Follow the whole value system. Economically, financially, politically, socially. We are really alone. We always follow some patterns, follow some herd, herd, follow some group, follow the mass. Because we can feel secure in that way. We are all seeking security in one way or another. psychologically, mentally. But it is all because we are all seeking security in this way. We are doing the same thing, follow the same pattern, to seek the same kind of security. 
Then it inevitably leads to comparison, competition. And in the end, as a human being together, we begin we destroy this security when we are seeking of it. Have you ever noticed that mentally, as long as we are seeking something, we are destroying it eventually. Can we be really alone? Not not necessarily. You are you are all by yourself, physically, but can we be alone mentally? Can we stop seeking immediately? As long as we are seeking, we are away from this moment. Seeking means moving into thoughts. When we are really hungry, we seek a food that's very normal to survive. That's the survival instinct. Psychologically, when we are seeking, we are doing this in the domain of thoughts. We want to, we want to be something. We want to become something. We want to get something for the sense of satisfaction. Can we realize that this psychological this psychological seeking has created havoc on our life on a daily basis? The moment we start to seek, we have moved away from this moment. We have denied this moment. So, in the very action of seeking, it implies comparing, excluding. Implies conflict between what is and what should be. To make what is become what should be, is the whole process of seeking.
that process implies effort. Where there's an effort, the mind is twisted, the mind is distorted, the mind is stressed. Can we observe this in our life? To see this danger of seeking in life. So before we start today's session, let's keep silent for three or four minutes. After that, let's come back to the very basic topic, non-judgmental. This topic might be quite old to your ears, but let's keep a fresh mind to re-examine it, to understand, to refine the implications of being non-judgmental.
Why do we judge? Why, why this world full of judgments on all kinds of subtle levels? There are so many assumptions, suppositions, so many judgments, so many conclusions. Look at the media nowadays. From the internet, from the television, from newspapers, there are so many ideas from those medias. In terms of words, all kinds of verbal, verbal expressions, all kinds of judgment. Assumptions. Many media thinks they are dealing with facts, but actually they don't know. They don't notice that words are not a thing. If you describe in words, words can point to something, but words. Another thing. To living in such a time where there are too many personal voices, which can be heard from anywhere, podcast, YouTube, newspapers, all kinds of apps, websites. Almost everybody is making one's voice heard in one or another, and nowadays it is much easier than ever to be exposed to so many people's views, ideas, comments. It's a marvelous thing to see that why the YouTube provide such a rich comment function. A video has been followed by thousands of comments there. Similar to in Facebook, there are too many chatterings outwardly, let alone inwardly. We have to examine this seriously because we are all living in the society, in this collective mental construct of the society, the world. No matter which language you speak, you use. There's no difference. The problems are the same. Why have we made? So many judgments based on languages, based on words. 
Why are we abusing the their judgments? In all the life, judging is inevitable, right? When to judge whether this food is good or bad, whether the this food is 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 poisonous or not. Whether this place is safe or not, we have to judge to maintain our basic instinct to survive. So don't resist to it. Say, "Oh, I will, I will never judge anything." That's too ridiculous, isn't it? Judging has its place. How can we put judge into the right place? To delve this topic today, let's look at language. Without languages, without words. Can we judge or not? Can we really judge without a verse? Oh. Judgments needs to rely on this verbal expression. Oh, there's there's something there's something more beneath this surface of the judgment. To judge means to compare. To divide, to give a conclusion, to make something clear cut. Physically. We can judge, just as we said before, whether this place is safe or not. Whether it's 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 in the day or at night. This division, physically, exists, right? Night, day, safe, unsafe. Poisonous, not poisonous. We have moved this part into the psychological field. We also judge mentally, which means that we have this mental comparison, mental division.
in that mental division, there's the intrinsic conflict mentally. To avoid this conflict, we begin to be biased. Being biased is a way to protect the mind from being in conflict when we judge mentally. This means that when we judge, we begin to bias. When we are biased, we begin to judge. Our mind will feel conflicts. So, to judge mentally, psychologically, implies this division there. So, to avoid that division and its consequence, that's the mental conflicts. We we are biased. We are leading with that division. Look at the people globally. They are all divided. They are all biased. They are all judging. So, judging itself put one into such a loop. Bias judging. Bias. Judging. When the mind is divided in this way, our life is becoming smaller and smaller. We can only living in our own loop, in the hope of without, in the hope of of no conflicts. Mentally, but living in this way is inevitably leading to more conflicts, because the people around you are biased in different ways, and uh, you are living in a society you can't avoid them. If I'm alone. I mean, physically alone, I can. Hopefully, I can build a wall around myself, so I can live in my own biases without any conflicts. But in actuality, that's impossible because you only exist in relationships. And you meet people in one way or another. If one is living in this bias, one ha- must react to other people's bi- biases. Because other people's 
advice are different from you. And, and you begin to react to it. React to these differences. Then, the pain of the conflicts make one feel, make, make, make one pay more attention to oneself. Oh, I need to get rid of this pain, this conflict. I need to avoid that person because every time I see him or her, I feel irritated. I feel terrible. I only care about myself. I'm self-centered. I'm self-indulgent. When one is self-indulgent, life is even more chaotic. The problems from the self never stops unless the self is gone. Can we see this as a fact, not an idea? Which means that can we observe it from ourselves in our daily life, in our relationships with anyone in our life? Judging mentally creates the division, creates the, the conflicts. People begin to become biased, become divided. But people seeing each other in one way or another creates the first conflicts. And this triggers a lot of self-defense, self-reactions. And people want to avoid, get rid of that problem. People become more and more self-centered and leading to more and more conflicts, issues. Even when they are not with anyone else. Like in many societies, people are more and more individual. But they never lack of the mental challenges. Can we see this clearly in the society we are living in? Not, not, not as an idea, but as a fact. Just like this microphone exists here as a fact. These problems exist in the mind. It's also a fact. The mind is burdened with all kinds of judgments. Have you ever noticed that? 
judging is a very strong mental habit, very mechanic. The when one began to judge, one feel the consequence of, of the division. One becomes biased, and one want to judge more, to maintain this emotional balance, mental balance, which is an illusion. Which which are kind of self deceiving. Every time one begins to judge, more neuron paths have been created in the mind. If the if the neuron path is running in the head, it means that the mind. Has a pattern, which which corresponds to biases, all kinds of assumptions, all kinds of conclusions, and the mind is trapped in that. Can we observe this in ourselves on a daily basis? Actually, that's the way to understand ourselves. When the mind is free from all these kind of patterns, habits, the self is empty. But because all kinds of neuron paths running through the head, creating the illusion of the self, making me feel that okay, myself really exists. Because this illusion that the self is empty, we begin to understand. We can go into it to understand why the self is not empty. To understand all the patterns that we have had, we have accumulated all kinds of neuron paths running through the head, biases, conclusions, pre-assumptions, and more. When the mind is is relatively empty, like a young people in their twenties or even even younger, the mind is quite empty. Such a judgment might not trigger a lot of serious conflicts, but as we become old, become more mature, we begin to. The mind begins to accumulate more and more these judgments and things. Now, when the conflicts 
takes place. The mind is going through some serious, more severe conflicts. Can we see these implications of the judgments in ourselves? Can we see this imminent danger of making judgments mentally? To divide this, divide that. To meditate is to inquire into this problem seriously. To see the to, to see this problem clearly in ourselves. Can I live a life free from these mental judgments? Can I empty all the past judgments accumulated on my head? From this moment, can I immediately be aware of the judgment I'm making mentally? Can I go into myself to look at my background, my past? Know the content of it, which is rather meaningless and boring. But from the past of me, from the past of this life, can I capture the patterns I have fallen into? Every judgment, every judgment we have make, can potentially put one into some pattern. Can we serious? Can we seriously question the each conclusion, each assumption we have had? The very way to examine it, the very way to check it, the very way to be aware of it, is the way to empty all of this. Have you ever noticed that this is our consciousness, the old judgment, old conclusions? All the images, all kinds, of sentences, expressions—is the whole content of the consciousness. 
we carry it over and over without letting go it. So this consciousness is burdened more and more, full of conflicts, which shows, which presents in all kinds of mental challenges or symptoms and other bigger social issues. To be non-judgmental from this moment means we need to take this mental action immediately, not judgmentally. Be cautious of it. Be careful about it. So we can empty the consciousness. We don't have to carry it over to the next moment. Can we empty it now? Can we see everybody, everything afresh? If the judgment still running in the head, the opinions about somebody in the past, the associations about somebody, something from the past, then we couldn't really see someone afresh. We only see them from this projection, through these conclusions, through these judgments, assumptions, associations. And the very, and this lifestyle creates more judgment, more assumptions, more associations, making everything chaotic. So to meditate for us is to really delve in really delve into this question: Can I? live a life. Freshly. Can my life not be based on those conclusions, ideologies? Can I treat each moment like a new moment? ever. Can I treat each day as a new day? Can I see my friend, my family, or anyone I knew, I knew with a fresh eye? Just like I have never met, just like I have never met them before, with a fresh eye with affection, with compassion.
So, before we move on to the next part of the the discussion section, where we can communicate, let's do the meditation first. So, in the next maybe fifteen minutes, let's follow the audio guide. To guide yourself through this silence, not necessarily the physically silence around you, but to empty the mind, to let go any thoughts, come back to the sensation of the body, to this moment, and then after that, let's come back to discussion. Now let's take a ten-minute meditation. Start by taking a moment to find a comfortable position to sit in a posture that you feel relaxed and get alert. Let hands rest on your knees or laps. Let the eyes close gently. Soften your forehead. Act a soft smile in the corner of your lips. Breathe naturally. As you breathe in. Be aware that you are breathing. Feel the sensation of breathing in. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. As you breathe out. Be aware that you are breathing out. Feel the sensation of breathing out. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. Fix your attention on the breath. Let go of any thought, words, images. This moment, nothing is more important than breath.
while you are listening to the bell. Check where your attention is. If it wasn't on the breath, after the bell, gently invite your attention back to the breath, and sustain your attention on the breath.
slowly bring your awareness back to this room. Feel into your body. Wiggle your fingers and toes. When you are ready, open your eyes. So, for the next 15 minutes, so it's time for, for, for the discussion. If you have any questions, anything you want to speak, to discuss about the mind, the nature of it, and it's time for us to have a brief and hopefully constructive discussion. I also find the Cantarina and the videos from the YouTube. And hello there. To meditate, actually, is to have a, a brand new consciousness. To change our old consciousness totally. The old consciousness always triggers with thoughts, always lives in memory. Living in the past, living in all kinds of images, thoughts, ideas. The new consciousness, which is meditation, is to live purely at this moment. It doesn't mean that we don't think about future. We don't do any plans, but it means we put everything in the right place. When we need, need to do the plan, when we need to think about the future, we think, but now I'm only here. I only belong to this moment. That's the only moment, the only thing I really have. 
mentally, the human beings have created all kinds of concept. The ownership, try to own this, try to having that. Always that. The old consciousness is in the thoughts, in all kinds of illusions, in all kinds of pleasures. We can seek from thoughts to keep the mind high, which making makes life a a everlasting battlefield. To live at present, I realize that no matter how hard, how hard I try to own something, I try to have something, it only it is a mentally, it's a mental concept, the ownership. The mind is burdened by that because the mind. Ask for security. The mind want to find some something certain from those concept, those ideas. But you know, those are all the activities and neurons. Why the life is so changeable? Why the life is So dynamic, isn't it? Because the neurons are so dynamic, it changes every moment, and we want to seek certainty from these dynamics, seek security from that, isn't it? One of, if not the greatest, self-deception. We have ever had. So to live simply, beautifully, it means that we live beyond the thoughts. To put the thoughts in the right place, to function necessarily. For the life, but I stop seeking now. I don't want to seek any certainty, any securities from something which is never secure. Thoughts. When I stop seeking this illusionized security, I feel secure. When the mind is free from thoughts, free from the attachment to thoughts, the mind is dynamic, and that dynamics is a is a certainty, isn't it? When one stops seeking, when 
feels secure immediately. Can we observe this in our life? Never seek. Never get rid of. Be with this moment. Be with what is. That is the greatest security we can ever have. Being non-judgmental actually is also put us away from the thoughts. Every time we judge, we are fall into the thoughts. Do we? I have to put the judgment in the right place. Which means that which means that I had to be aware of myself during this whole process of judging. If my judgment is based on other judgments, other concepts, thoughts, or standards, whatever, it only creates a new judgment. It's only add add to the confusion about life. Can I? Not judge in this way. Can I see things clearly and put the judgment in the right place? Can my judgment be simply based on facts? But to see the facts require a very, very quiet mind. Require a very, very Active, clear mind. That's why we are doing meditation. Not sitting here for twenty minutes to meditate, but to treat life as your meditation, as my meditation, as meditation. In that lifelong meditation, I can only do what I can only do. Is to observe. To learn, it's not to accumulate images, thoughts, ideas, concepts. They can be accumulated. Then the mind is muddled. Can I learn at each moment about myself? To that's to observe it. And when you really do it, observe it, without you, without that observer, that very observance makes life into meditation. And then, meditation is really meaningful. So, 
Anyone have anything to say or question to ask or any topic to to discuss briefly? Most of the time, I'm talking to myself. I hopefully not. Definitely, it's a little tricky to to speak from the internet. And uh, really, hopefully, in the future, we can see each other face to face offline. So, by the way, so the foundation is on the way to establishment. Been quite busy in the past two weeks doing that, and uh, hopefully after the foundation get established, we can do more things together to bring this clarity to more people, at least to find the clarity back, because the mind should have been clear, but the mind is polluted. By all kinds of things. So now it's you. It's it's to you. It's for you to free to ask, to speak. Sometimes silence is also a way of speaking. In many moments, actually, silence is the true communication. Then speaking out. Yes, because when we ask questions, it's again with thoughts. We think of something, and then the challenge is to be without self, and then to act like a self. <laughs> As we continue the med meditation. As we go deeper into it, we can ask ourselves: Can we live? Can we still think without this thinker? Can we still employ thoughts, not to be employed by thoughts? Can we speak, which inevitably use thoughts? Can we speak? Without without a speaker, can we speak properly to、uh, communicate? Not being caught up in words, in the images, in the illusions triggered by those words. I guess this is possible if、uh, the ego does not interfere. When、uh, if the ego does not interfere, then it's possible. 
because you you are natural you are uh, yourself but without uh, the ego so that's why we meditate we to observe this we try, we explore this possibility to live in this way it's not about having new thoughts but it's to put thoughts in the right place then such a life is really free it's free from fear because sometimes when we have fear we don't dare do something but when there's no fear the mind is free when the mind can put everything in the right place and then that's the real freedom isn't it when the mind stops seeking when the mind see things at its at its moment the mind feel feels secure feels certain in that very perception of the security and uh, certainty which is not the result of thoughts the mind is totally away from fear because the fear is only the reaction to thoughts the fear is only reaction to thoughts if you have if the thoughts is in the right place the fear is also in the right place right when you see a tiger running towards you you have you must have fear that that's in the right place so when you, when one realizes that okay if everything is in the right place the mind is simply free isn't it so that's why to to live such a life requires we immediately change the way of thinking it implies a mutation of the of the psyche it's not about doing something or not doing something which which is what should be and what should no what no should be and then it's becoming ideology again what is ideology in a broader sense isn't it isn't it a bunch of what should be what should not be when the mind is free from ideology the mind is only with the facts but if if there is a real danger then uh, to be without fear maybe you get in trouble yes so, <laughs> so you must be able to see the re the, the reality from uh, non reality 
from uh, what you create in the mind. Like you see a tiger, for example, a very hungry yeah. tiger running towards you. The fear forces you to take actions. So then you, you must feel the fear then in order to act. Yes. But similarly, can we also feel the danger of the ego? Like you, like you can feel the fear of a hungry tiger running towards you. Can you feel the fear of the ego, which is destroying the life? That's why we meditate, to put the right perception in the right place. Most time, people are stuck in the, in the pleasure the ego is seeking. So for most people, they also live with the trouble of the ego because the, the pleasure is so attractive. The, the pleasure from thoughts in all kinds of ways. So people can't part with, part with it. And then the trouble is there. So people are living in such a double standard life. So life is, is a battlefield. But can we immediately correct the perception? The ego is only creating a havoc. When I live at present, purely peacefully, there's a joy. What is joy? Isn't it joy a kind of innocent pleasure? This joy is purely innocent. It, it, it is also pleasure. When, when one stops seeking pleasure from thoughts, the pleasure comes in a different form. You, you don't need to seek it. It comes naturally. But you can't imagine it. It's beyond your imagination. What you imagine is still something pleasurable, isn't it? Only when stop seeking immediately, seeking, stop seeking, to, to feel the change of life, change of the mind, change of the consciousness. When the peace and the joy kicks in, you'll find that, okay, that's a life. I can only live, but it's beyond my imagination. If one can live in that life, can live that life, one is living the real reality, the actuality. That's the beauty of living a life, simply.
probably that's the only meaning of living a life. Our body can 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 becomes old, aged. That that's that's quite common because we are all animals, but the mind always stays fresh, young, innocent, and we live through each moment fully. You can't buy it. Those billionaires. They can buy anything except this. They can't buy their happiness. The the society has created a lot of things. Valuable, this is valuable. That is valuable. But this stuff, is invaluable. It's priceless. It's everybody is looking for, sought, sought after. But it's just here. It's just here. Right this moment, so in the future sessions, we can we can look at different issues of the society and different things to see the fallacy of it, to see the illusions of it, to see all kinds of ugly human stuff inside. In that very scene, we make everything clear. We negate this stuff. Then the clarity is back. The society has given us too much confusion. We are. We are being educated in different ways to make the mind in a pattern, influence in a way we are not aware. To meditate is to see this clearly, to remove the confusion. It's not about accept or or refuse. It's just about seeing clearly. It's not like the mindfulness practice. The people doing it only to 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 make the self a little happier. But you know, the the, the, the self is very greedy. <laughs> the self re rely on drugs. Look at our human beings. How many different types of drugs has been created? From the old time, the old kinds of psychedelic to nowadays, all kinds of the the this kind of videos, 
entertainment programs, movies, sugar, all kinds of drinks, alcohols. Why do we need to live such a drugged life? <laughs> Can we stop drugging ourselves? Can we live a life without drugs? And then, this whole process is a meditation. It's just very clear. It's very simple. Just remove all the rubbish stuff and come back to this moment. That's it. <laughs> We do that. <laughs> we do that. We need to to speak louder in a silent way. To let people know, to to to, to be aware of themselves. Because all this kind of a rubbish we feel we, we exist but the self is made of rubbish so sorry to speak in this way but you, you, you mean you know what I mean when we remove all this stuff there's there's no confusion there's only clarity. Where there's clarity, there are no issues. So no matter which life you are living, can we observe, learn at each moment to see the possibility to live a life totally different mentally. It's beyond your imagination. It's beyond my imagination. The only thing we can do is do it, live it, live through it. So I guess that's the today's content. We combine the session and, and the, the classic course. And uh, hopefully in the future, when this foundation starts, we, uh, we can have more time to arrange more sessions a little bit. bit. And uh, also, by the way, so in the email, so Siko mentioned that there, there will be a, a few audio guides available to use and uh, it is almost ready today so there are about eight audio guides in total every audio guide can last about 20 minutes or something 
So probably in a couple of two days, when this audio guide is available via YouTube, and uh, I will send you email to you guys. Okay. Um, Thank you very much. It's, uh, you can use it, and you don't have to use it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, the thing is, the, that the, what really matters is everybody needs to observe themselves in their life. To take these actions immediately, no delay. The change might take some time to, to, to take place, but to meditate, there's no delay. We need to do it immediately. To observe, to learn about the self at this moment. To live a life moment by moment. Thank you. And that's today's session. And uh, thank you for everybody being here tonight. Videos and uh, Karenine, uh, Katerina from, you, from YouTube. I don't know why you guys didn't appear from Zoom. Maybe you want to try a different experience. That's good. <laughs> and also, uh, thank you. Anna and uh, Ari, join the session via Zoom. Thank uh, you. Thank you very much. And hopefully we can see each other again in the future. And um, in the in the if we can go further, hopefully in the future we can see each other. Really, let's see. Okay. And take care. <laughs>